The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Monday night football, the Buffalo Bills travel to Cincinnati to play the Cincinnati Bengals. Welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball or code Just Gridiron when you download for a full instant deposit match. In this episode, I will be giving you my two favorite bets for Monday night football, as well as my two favorite player props at the end of this episode. What you will hear is where the bet and money percentages are, as well as some X's and O's and some trends to look out for when betting on this game. Let's do a quick recap of how we've done on the season and how we did on Sunday. So on Sunday, we went two and three. Um, We hit our favorite player prop of Brian Robinson over 65 and a half rushing yards, uh, but we tailed with Colby's over, or uh, excuse me, an under interception prop for Justin Fields, and unfortunately that didn't hit, so the props didn't go the way that we wanted to, but we move on two and three again on Sunday. We hit on the Broncos, which was a great close game. Rams versus Chargers under 42 and a half. That came down to the end, but ended up hitting. The Bears wasn't even close. The Texans wasn't even close, and the Jets looked like trash, but that's NFL betting for you. On the season, we are 67, 49, and three uh, on the year, winning at a 58% rate, and I would like to remind the listener that I am 0-5 in my last five primetime bets, but this game is my favorite game of the year, and I'll tell you why. First, let's look at where the money is. So right now on Picket, which I highly recommend you downloading, um, you can sync your sports book, you can track all the users on Picket where they're putting their money, and you get an alert whenever I place a bet. If you follow me, the link is in the episode description. It is completely free to download. So on Picket currently, we have a lot of money coming in on the over, 80% on the over, both at the money percentages and the bet percentages. In terms of the spread, 60% of Money is on the Cincinnati Bengals with 59% of bets, but more money is on the Bills money line, about 66% of bets. So this is a split game, and we see that on other sites as well. So currently about 58% of bets, according to Action Network, are on the Cincinnati Bengals on the spread. Um, when we look at VEASAN, we see that around 50% of bets with 57% of the handles on the Bills, but 61% it's 61% of bets and 51% of the handle is on the Bengals' money line. So this really is a game of who do you think is the better team, even though the Bengals are at home. Right now, we see, again, tons and tons of money on the over. So the under could be a good play here. But in my estimation, I'm not going to bet on the under in what I think could be the best game of the year. 
Um, well, it could go under, and if you're a fade the public kind of person, the over is definitely the most public play of the day. Let's talk about the physical game. Again, the spread is minus one and a half, and the over-under is 49 and a half. The Bengals are a better's best friend. They are insane against the spread. They are 20 and 3 in their last 23 games against the spread, and they have covered in seven straight games. The Bills, on the other hand, are 6 and 8 against the spread, but they've won six straight, but are just 2, 3, and 1 against the spread in that time span. But the Bills, I think they're simply the better team, and they're getting healthy at the right time. Matt Milano is huge for them at linebacker, and he'll suit up as well as Tredavious White, who they got back a couple of games ago, who is still one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. For the Bengals, their biggest win of the season was against the Chiefs, but I do think there was some fluky things in there. Obviously, the Bengals beat them, but the Bengals have kind of owned the Chiefs. The Chiefs lost by three, but again, the Chiefs have a below-average defense, and a fumble by Travis Kelsey and a missed field goal kind of allowed the Bengals to win. Again, that's football. I'm not taking credit away from that win. I'm just letting you know that there were some fluky plays that the Chiefs don't normally do, and the Bengals only won that game by three. And the Bills are the only team in the NFL with a top-five defense by DVOA and top-five offense, and those stats aren't fully representative of who this Bills team is because Matt Milano has been out, Tredavious White has been out, and now they're fully healthy at this point of the season. They're getting healthy when it matters. But the Bills, they generate a lot of pressure, but they don't blitz often, which is key for stopping Burrow, as Burrow ranks in the top five in basically every single stat for QBs against the Blitz this year. But And also, Burrow loves his explosive plays, and the Bills rank in the top five in limiting explosive plays, even without Trey White for most of the season. With games this close, we even have to look at some minor details, like special teams, where the Bills rank seventh and the Bengals rank 20th. The Bengals will also be without the right tackle Lyle Collins and Sam Hubbard, who leads the team in sacks, is a game-time decision at defensive end. The Bills, in my opinion, should be two-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. So I feel like I'm getting value on the full-game money line. So my first pick is the Bills' money line, minus 120. I think they are the better team, and I think this line is kind of indicative because it opened up as a pick and it has moved to minus one and a half, even though the money seems kind of split. More of the public seems to be in an overall in an overall standing on the money line, while there's some slight more money on the Bills' spread. But again, on Pickett, there's more money on the Bills' money line, but a lot more money on the Bengals' spread. So it's very split. It's kind of who do you like in this game, but we have seen line movement go towards the Bills with that split money. But another reason that I really like the Bills, but instead of the full game money line, which I am taking for 1.1 or 1.2 units, I will be taking the Bills in the first half money line, minus 110, 1.1 units to win one unit. But the reason I like the first half is we've seen me take Bills plays in the first half before. If we remember, it was about four or five weeks ago, I told you to take an over 21, even though the public was on the full game under. That game ended up going under, but the first half over hit because the Bills, I think, are the NFL's best team in the first half. It's either them or the Eagles, but the Bills rank number two in DVOA on offense in the first half, while the Bengals rank second. Their defense, the Bills defense, ranks seventh in DVOA, while the Bengals rank 21st. The DVOA is a stat on football outsiders. Um, it's a really good one. It's not the end-all be-all, but we can see just by points scored, a lot of different metrics that the Bills 
play really fast in the first half while the Bengals really try to establish the run. And that's marked in their pace metrics. The Bills rank second in pace in the first half while the Bengals rank 16th. And it's funny. You're thinking, well, there's a large discrepancy in that first half, right? The Bills are better on offense. Um, they're better on defense and they're way faster. But the Bengals are actually a better second half team than the Bills are. So if you are a person who loves the Bengals in this matchup, I would look at them in the second half because they rank better in offense and they're around the same in defense in the second half. Those are the two picks. I'm going with the Bills money line, 1.2 units to win one unit. And I'm also going to take the Bills in the first half on the money line, 1.1 units to win one unit. It is my biggest bet on one individual team of the NFL season. I feel in this matchup, the Bills are just the better team. And there's no public, there's no anything like that to throw us off. This is just who I think is the better team. I think the Bills are. I think the Bengals have been on this crazy hot streak, and I think it ends tonight in the best Monday night football game of the year. Let's talk props. Again, these props are presented to us by Prize Picks. If you use code Just Gridiron or code Just Baseball, you get a full 100% deposit match up to $100. If you deposit 10, you get 10. If you deposit 50, you get 50. If you deposit 100, you get 100. It's free money. Why not take advantage of it? That link is in the episode description. My first prop, Hayden Hurst, under 29 and a half receiving yards. So the Bills are one of football's best against tight ends specifically. They're second in DVOA on defense against tight ends and right now they have a fully healthy team against the Saints who are the only team who ranks higher Hurst only had 21 yards teams like the Steelers who rank seventh but it is a wide margin from second to seventh the Bills and the Saints are clearly clearly way above all other teams against tight ends and the Steelers held him 28 yards while Hayden Hurst did have 45 yards in his first game against the Steelers they've played each other a bunch and the Steelers defense has gotten better throughout the year especially um, we've seen that lately. We saw it last night against the Ravens. Um, so give me Hayden Hurst under 29 and a half receiving yards. Another reason, Bills also ranked third in fantasy against tight ends this year. And with Burrow just having his full complement of receivers and the Bills' ability to limit those deep plays that we talked about um, and the loss of Lyle Collins on right tackle, which could have him stay in and block more. So I think the receptions could be there for Hurst, but I don't think the big plays are going to happen. I think 29 and a half receiving yards is a good line to go under on prize picks. My second favorite prop, and honestly, this is probably my first favorite prop because um, I have a little bit more data on this one and we have a discrepancy on books. So it's Josh Allen over 46 and a half rushing yards. On books, this number is at 48 and a half or 49 and a half and it's juiced towards the over. So we're getting good line value on prize picks right now. So this is kind of crazy. This this is really crazy. And I have to credit um, Brandon Anderson on Action Network for these stats. I was already leaning towards this one, and I found these stats, and I have to share them with you. So I want to shout out to him. He does great work over there at Action Network. In eight games versus playoff teams last year, he averaged 59 yards rushing. B Bengals are a playoff team. In 11 games versus non-playoff teams last year, he averaged 38 yards rushing. So last year, in big games against playoff teams, the Bills put out a lot of design runs for Josh Allen and really get his legs working. We've seen this against really good teams. Josh Allen on the ground has been incredible, but against non-playoff teams, he really sits back in the puck and they kind of save his legs. And then we saw that carry over to this year. In nine games versus 
play predicted playoff teams because, of course, nobody's a playoff team, but it, these are predicted playoff teams. He averages 60 yards rushing, so even a yard more than last year. And then in six games versus predicted playoff misses, teams that aren't supposed to make the playoffs, he averages 36 yards rushing. So even that discrepancy, it's not that it's not that large from last year to this year. We see his games against non-playoff teams go down from last year and even predict versus predicted playoff teams, it goes up. So he's averaging between 59 to 60 yards against predicted playoff teams over the last two seasons. And the Bengals are not good against designed quarterback runs. They rank 25th in designed quarterback runs. Also, like I said, Sam Hubbard leads the team in sacks. He's a game-time decision. If he doesn't play, I believe that this number will rise. But even if he does play, I still really like this number at over 46.5 rushing yards. So the plays for Monday Night Football against the Bills versus the Bengals, I have the Bills money line minus 120 over the full game. I have the Bills money line through the first half at um, minus 110, 1.2 units on the full game, 1.1 units on the first half. And then on my prize picks entry, I will have Hayden Hurst under 29 and a half receiving yards and Josh Allen over 46 and a half rushing yards. Really appreciate you guys listening. Again, this is a marathon, not a sprint. We are still up around 12.75 units on the year. Prize picks, we've been struggling a little bit lately, but overall in the season, we are up as well. Appreciate you guys listening. If you have been enjoying, I would appreciate a five-star review. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, this is my biggest bet of the NFL season on one individual team. And I'm very excited because I do believe that it's either the Bills, the Chiefs, or the 49ers that will end up winning the Super Bowl. I do believe that the Bengals are one of the best teams in football. But in this game, give me the better team. I know the Bengals are at home, but there hasn't been much of a home road discrepancy between these two teams. And I think the Bills get the job done. They always seem to rise to the occasion against the best teams in the NFL. That's what they get with the Bengals, and I'm taking the Bills in the first half and through the entire game. That'll do it for this episode, but we have to remember that it is not gambling advice.